Welcome to The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse. For Thursday, October the 4th, we're rebranding the show to give you guys more of a, I don't want to say an ownership stake, but make it feel more like it's your own. Uh, we are coming to you, of course, from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. Joining me today, we've got Kidub with Freedom Under Graphics and David Mann with Alamo Draft House. How's it been? Good week? Oh, yes. Busy week? Yes. Uh, we're kicking off our October, so it's just going to be a busy month from here on out. No breaks. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Well, we are in the back half of the week, and we've got all the movie news from the past week and all the good stuff to come. We're doing things a little bit different. We normally talk about a week at a time, and we certainly will talk about what you guys have coming up in the next week. But I don't think people take it seriously enough when we say, hey, get your tickets now because these things are going to sell out. And I promise you with everything they got going on in October, some of the things we're going to talk about are probably already sold out. But... We want to give you guys kind of the view, the the overview of what's coming up in October. So if there's something you're interested in, um, you can get your tickets early because I promise you this stuff is going to go quick, especially in October. October seems to be the month everybody wants to come out and do stuff. So um, we're going to get there. But first, before we get to all that, let's take a look at a few of the headlines in movie news. And we'll keep it short because we are going to be talking a lot about uh, Alamo's programming in October at the end of the show. First up, we've got the top five at the box office from last weekend. Number one, debuting at number one in the top spot with 27 and a quarter million was Night School, which I think everybody here kind of called that one, didn't we? No, I put Smallfoot first, <laughs> but because I, I just thought the people would bring the kiddos out, you know, more, but Night School fooled me. Yeah, I think it was your point, too. They just brought the kids out to see the house with the clock in its walls, yeah. so there might be a little. A little bit of a dip that may have impacted Smallfoot. Not bad though. They, they, Smallfoot did debut at number two with twenty-three million. So you know, four and a quarter millions in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> not a whole lot separating one and two. So, yeah. good weekend for both of those films. And then we just took the rest of one, two, and three from the week before and just slid them down into <laughs> the three, four, five spots last weekend. Uh, which means uh, the house with the clock in its walls slid down to number three, made another twelve and a half million dollars, give or take. A simple favor, dip to number four. It's a gin in the wild. She, she just walked. <laughs> <laughs> a simple favor, dip to number four, six and a half million dollars, and the nun dropped down to number five, making another five and a half million dollars. So, one, two, three become three, four, five, and two new films take the number one and two spots. Be interesting to see if next week if nun completely falls off or if it stays in one of the other ones. Uh, I have a feeling the nun's probably going to drop off. Like, <laughs> the top it'll five. hit down to like eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, a few of the other stories from last weekend at the box office we've been watching. We talked a little bit about Hellfest. It debuted at number six, uh, only about a quarter of a million dollars behind the nun. Yeah, um, I was way off on that one. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so it had its uh, target demographic, and a few of them came out and saw the movie. So uh, The Predator... Drops all the way down to number eight last weekend. And then this was the one that I thought was the most interesting because we had just had this conversation. I, I know we had it last week, and we may have had it the last two weeks, um, where we talked about the anime audience and yeah. how it's an underserved audience. Yeah. Um, but My Hero Academia, Two Heroes, uh, that, sh that movie finished number 11 last weekend. 
um, which is interesting because it was only playing on five uh, 508 theaters nationwide, so just over 500 theaters, which means to finish at number 11 and only be playing on 500 theaters, it actually had a higher per-screen average than every other film last weekend except for numbers one, two, and three. Yeah. So It's impressive. That's that great. Every single screening we did of it, and we did do a limited run, right. uh, Every single screening sold out. It Absolutely. Was, and it wasn't just here, apparently. It, yeah. Apparently it sold out everywhere it was playing. So uh, there is an audience for anime on the big screen, which, again, you guys have pegged that and nailed it. Uh, so kudos to the folks here at the Alamo for, for being aware of that and scheduling accordingly. A lot of people came out, and they were excited. We saw costumes, and uh, that's one of my favorite things to see. when It, it shows the enthusiasm. So Oh, yeah. If the, it's one thing to just see a movie. It's another thing yeah. to take it to that next level and put some hours and money and resources into uh, to the cosplay side of it and all that. So very good. So that was your top five and a few extras from last weekend at the box office. Some news from this week. Uh, Steven Spielberg's adaptation of West Side Story, did you know they were doing this, uh, has cast Baby Driver's uh, Ansel Elgort as Tony in West Side Story, which is kind of funny because it all comes back around. Elgort attended Manhattan's uh, Fiorello H. LaGuardia High School, which most of you are like, okay, great, um, <laughs> where he performed in musicals. But that is the high school that was made famous in the movie and then the TV series Fame. Oh, uh, okay. Which is located right around Lincoln Square, the art district, uh, which was built on the demolished former tenement neighborhood that was the West Side in West Side Story originally. So kind of one of those things where it all comes back that's around in the end. And a neat little trivia factoid. Absolutely. Yeah, Somebody's really writing cool. that one down. <laughs> Write that cool. down for the next trivia. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I expect to see a lot more musicals being put to oh, movies yeah. coming up. Especially this does really good, which I'm sure it will. West oh, yeah. Side there's Story a, there's is always loved. A, there's always one or two every year that seems like, you know, they're Oscar bait. It's, you know. Yeah. They always do fairly well for what they are. So. Then they'll do Hamilton. They'll do amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Be we, the only way I'll get to see that. We, for say, under we, we may not be far enough away from it. <laughs> we may not be far enough down the line from Hamilton yet. Although, if they throw the money at it, I'll bet you it gets <laughs> greenlit in a hurry. Yeah, yeah it it's would. the first movie ticket that costs over 100 bucks to see. It's yeah. just the demand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was interesting, I thought. Dr. Morton Bay, which is a household name, I'm sure. Uh, he's released a paper this week detailing the online backlash against last December's, December 2017's uh, The Last Jedi. Dr. Bay, bless him, sat through and sifted through all the negative posts online regarding the film, its production team, its stars. This guy went through the catalog of Almost tweets. Took a and, minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he was ready to <laughs> hang himself when he was done, but... Uh, Dr. Bay found that approximately 50% of the backlash that came from bots, which are fake accounts set up to troll the internet, and the topics that those particular bots posted were almost entirely political in nature, especially regarding issues of diversity, um, and in no way commented on the film itself. So it's kind of interesting when you know we hear about movies, you know, and you hear all this negative buzz that they get. It's funny how much of that has absolutely little to nothing to do with the actual movie itself. Yeah. And more to do with people playing the internet for what it is, politics and... Goes back to what I always say, quit being sheep, think for yourself. Go see it, decide if you it. like it or not. Yeah. Yep. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Which is funny because, yeah, we've had this conversation before. You're on 
you very much loved The Last Jedi and didn't care as much for Solo, whereas we are just the exact opposite. <laughs> it wasn't bad. We just didn't yeah. care for The Last Jedi as much, but we love Solo. So it's kind of funny how it, how it plays out. And the only way you get to that is by seeing those films and coming to that conclusion on your own and yes. not reading the internet. Because if you read the internet, both of them were terrible. <laughs> we should burn the whole place down. Yeah. Uh, we got some new trailers this week. We got a trailer for Rocket Man, uh, starring the Kingsman film series. Uh, Taron Egerton. We just had an eighteen wheeler roll into the back <laughs> lot. rolled into the <laughs> into the building, uh, which looks like a fantastic. And by that, I don't necessarily mean it looks great, although it does. But more of a, it looks like it's based on a fantasy version of yeah. Elton John's biography. Um, I loved that trailer. I thought it was really oh, cool. It looks yeah. pretty interesting. It's, I heard about this. I yeah. was. Uh, di- I'm a little worried about Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Uh, one of the elements of that that I, I don't care for. It doesn't seem like uh, the main actor. What's his name? Rami Malek. Uh, yeah, Rami Malek. It doesn't seem like he sings in the movie. Right. And for like music biopics, you've got like uh, the Walk the Line. You've got Ray. You wonderful music biopics where you have someone like actually doing the music. I know Freddie Mercury's a little. That's tough. <laughs> not yeah. to crack. I was going to say, you could be awfully hard-pressed to find yeah. an actor yeah. who looks like Freddie Mercury and can hit those notes that Freddie Mercury can you can sing hit. like that? No. Then I, <laughs> no, then no, I heard uh, no. Taron Egerton uh, singing in the trailer for uh, the Elton John movie. I was like, ah, maybe they should just have have the actual music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll have to do some stuff in post to get them a little closer. But, uh, Auto-tune. It, it looks <laughs> interesting, unique. Uh, big Elton John fan. So I hope it's... And they kind of play it down some of the fantasy stuff until you get to the end of the trailer and then and then they come out and say we're like it's based on a he starts floating yeah. on the piano yeah people are floating around in the in the audience and he's floating at the piano but uh so it's like a yellow submarine kind of uh no well not that I, I mean it's still live action and it's still based on a true story and yeah. it looks like they hit some of the overdoses and some of that so it looks like they're playing to that but uh, it, i think it's more when he's on stage Although, I don't know, because there was a shot of it when he was a kid running, and there was some weird stuff going on. So I think it's more like in his... I think when you're seeing things like from his perspective, it takes on a more... Fantastic, fantastic element. element. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe has a little bit of, uh, like, uh, across the universe, how they did some of that stuff. A little bit of that, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also got a the first trailer for Holmes and Watson. Yes. Which is reteaming Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as the famous detective duo. <laughs> Can't wait. I feel like they made this movie just so they could throw in the one line where one person in, in the movie could say, no shit, Sherlock. Yes. I feel like that's the only reason this movie got made. And they did it. And Thank they did goodness. it in the trailer right up front. That's awesome. <laughs> I know it's going to be dumb. Yeah, like, well, it's yeah. going to be the stupidest thing you ever saw, but uh, the combination of Will Ferrell and John C. Riley is, and it's a, uh, wouldn't it like be hilarious if they just came in and played it straight? Like, everybody's <laughs> waiting, like, when's the, where's the joke set? Yeah. Well, in that case, <laughs> the trailer would be wrong because they... All those scenes are cut. That's yeah, nothing. They, they just made those scenes for a trailer. That's all they did. That'd be awesome. The rest of the movie has nothing to do with what you saw in the trailer. That would be uh, something. And finally, we always throw out the uh, things we don't necessarily want to see happen, but for some reason are in the news. And finally, Nick Cage says he would make a great Lex Luthor. Do it. If Warner Brothers would like to cast him in an upcoming Superman movie. Warner Brothers, for their part, 
is not actively developing a Superman movie, so yeah. it's all for naught at this point. But it's fun to hear Nick Cage throwing his hat in the ring to say, yeah, I'll, Well, he got I'll the small Luther. taste of almost becoming <laughs> Superman. So Yeah, so now he's ready to almost not become Lex Luthor. Yeah, he got to be Superman in the Teen Titans movie, so uh, yeah, he, check that box. He gets to be Spider-Man noir in a couple months, so he's... He's getting to play the animated version, which ought to tell him something. Everybody would love to have him voice an animated character, but I don't know that they necessarily want him on screen as Lex Luthor or anyone else. That was a great interview, though, with Nick Cage. I liked it a lot. I'm glad he's at a point in his career where he just he's just having, which he's always looks like he's just having fun, but now he's like kind of in on the joke that Nick's Cage is, you know, in the in the. In the culture where everything's a meme, he's kind of in on it, and he's okay with it, and he's cool with it, and he just he's just having he a just good time. He just wants to keep working. Exactly. Working. He's just having fun. He doesn't care. So that's awesome. New in theaters this week, brand new movies you can come out and see starting Thursday night and all weekend Holy long. Crap, already? Probably for a couple weeks uh, afterwards. Uh, Venom is coming out this week, which will probably, by all accounts, should take the number one spot. I think we can all – I don't think that would be a surprise if that happened. Uh, but also, in not in competition with Venom. Yes, they're competing for your money, but a totally a different film uh, is A Star Is Born, the remake of the remake. This one featuring Bradley Cooper in his directorial debut and his singing debut, and Lady Gaga, who this is the first film she's been in. Although she did a couple, I think she did one season, maybe two seasons of American Horror Story, but uh, I think this is the first time she's really in that leading role on the big screen. Yeah. Of the two, to be honest, I think I would rather go see A Star Is Born yep. <laughs> than Venom at this point. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I am 100% in the <laughs> same boat. I've seen a nothing, few of the early reviews for Venom. and nothing, uh, Yeah, nothing against Venom. It, I will see it, and I will love it at some point. But if I had to pay money to go see one of these two in the theater this weekend, I think I would pay my money to see A Star Is Born. I just think it's going to be a good story. I think it's going to be a really well-told story. Uh Every review that I've read, uh, save one or two, has been just it's immaculate. The movie's supposed to be, it's going to be an Oscar contender. Yeah. It's going to have a, a really nice story. And that's usually my biggest worry with the movie. It's always the story. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of get around a lot of other things, like cinematography and stilted acting, if, you know, if the story's it's tight. written to have those things. So. The few people that I know who are critics and who've seen the advanced screenings and are waiting for that NDA to drop have all said this will this will get multiple Oscar nominations in all the categories you'd expect them to get in and they've all said that Lady Gaga is pretty much a lock at this point for best actress. Yeah. So apparently she brings it and brings it well and which probably shouldn't be a surprise because she's an entertainer and it's all kind of in the same yeah. thing, you know, in the same arena. She's awesome but, uh, in American Horror Story. But yeah. people were saying that she absolutely shines in this movie and they're saying, you know, best adapted screenplay, best song, you know, there's going to be a lot of categories that they get nominated in. But at this point, without seeing what comes out between now and the end of the Oscar season, she's probably the lock for best actress. So. Yeah. She'll def she'll one hundred percent get a nomination. Oh yeah. Uh, Venom, on the other hand, Venom uh, <laughs> looks just like a lot of dumb fun. I mean, it's what it's one of those movies where you can, <laughs> you know, if you're into the character and you're okay with the CGI and just the character being the character. To your point, maybe the story's a little thin, but if you just want to see Venom on the big screen, that's not Toby Maguire. <laughs> that you know, this is your chance to see your Venom on the screen, um, not. 
Spider-Man's Venom because it's not connected Nowhere at all to, be to Spider-Man or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, but yeah, it will it will be the number one movie, I think. Yeah, he's just weekend. a freewheeling bad guy in a city with no hero. So yeah, uh, totally disconnected from everything else. The, Hopefully, they're setting up. They're doing what I think a lot of people want to do: is they want to start their franchise, they want to start their connected universe with the Sony Spider-Man stuff, and they're trying to start it off by going big with Venom. And hopefully, it goes really well, and they continue to crank these things out because I'll continue to go see them. Just this weekend, between the two, if I had to pick, I probably wouldn't see Venom this weekend. Yeah. I'd I'd hold off a week or so, but that's just me. All right, our social media poll question for the week. So, without getting into the backstory on this one, our uh, our episode, our show last week, not our uh, backlot show here at the Alamo, but our Pop Goes the Culture podcast show from last weekend, uh, took an unexpected left turn into Angelina Jolie territory. <laughs> and so, the question for the week, our pop quiz question for the week, is which is your favorite Angelina Jolie film? And there, we threw out three options. And then, of course, our fourth option is always other. So if you don't like one of ours, you can come up with your own. But you yourself, what would be your favorite Angelina Jolie film? Of all of them? Of all the films that she has been in. I would say uh, I'll go with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It was a lot of the, fun. That is the one that is currently leading really? in the voting. So. That's hilarious. Uh, well, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Action, comedy, uh I'm usually a pretty big fan of, and uh, just the chemistry between the two broke up a marriage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Very good. That is the one that is leading in the polls. And like I said, we're going to spare you where that conversation came from or where it ended. What are the uh, What are the other options? Uh, uh, the other options that we threw out were Tomb Raider, okay, because again, thinking it's the most popular. Uh, we threw out Wanted, thinking that might get a kind of a dark horse, uh, you know votes but we've we threw out our three we've had other suggestions uh maleficent girl interrupted hackers a few others gone in 60 seconds I like take taking lives was a decent one yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there are a bunch of them and we had to pick three to throw out there and right now again currently mr and mrs smith is leading in the polls however that Dang can straight. change because the poll doesn't end until friday at noon central time so if you want to vote for one of those three that we threw out there or if you want to uh put your own out there suggest your own you can do so on twitter we are at pgtc podcast that stands for pop goes the culture podcast on facebook at facebook.com slash pop goes the culture podcast if you don't do the social media thing but you still want to vote you can email us your vote at pop goes the email at gmail.com and if you don't want to do any of that stuff you just got a rotary phone sitting around i don't know how you're listening to this podcast but you can call <laughs> us and we uh we will uh We'll log your vote in that way. Uh, our number for the hotline is 417-986-7842. You just call and leave a recorded message. And just so you'll know, when we're going over the results on our show this weekend, we will use your recorded message in an upcoming episode. So that may be tantalizing in and of itself. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. So let's talk about what you guys have going on. Yes, you can see A Star is Born here at the Alamo. Yes, you can see Venom here at the Alamo. Yes, you'll be able to see whatever else was in the top five, Night School, Smallfoot. Simply, you'll be able to see all of those here at the Alamo Draft House this weekend and probably for a few weeks until some of them get pulled. But, but that is only part of the story because 
the stuff you guys throw out there with your special programming to me is just it's fantastic yeah so we will talk about again normally we look at these like a week at a time so we say what's coming on this thursday and through next wednesday so we look at seven days but and we say this every time but i can't stress it enough some of these things we're going to talk about for the next week are probably already sold out some of these things we're going to talk about for the rest of the month of october some of them either are getting close to if not already sold out um, so if these, if you hear something that we're talking about, and you think, "Oh, I'd love to catch that on the big screen," or "I, I want to do this," you have got to make that choice soon and get out here and get your tickets because these things are going to go quick, especially in the month of October, number one, and especially with the stuff you guys are showing because it's fantastic. So let's take a look first of all at the next week or so. First up, Thursday night, six o'clock. You are doing this, I'm assuming, in preparation for A Star is Born because... Oh, it's a huge coincidence. You guys are having <laughs> a Lady Gaga video dance party. So tell us a little bit about what a Lady Gaga video dance party is. So uh, we're going to be playing a series of like Lady Gaga music videos. And we have all these props and stuff that everyone gets just for <laughs> buying a ticket. <laughs> the pro- well, tell us about the props. because that's- Oh, there's like glow sticks okay. and like hand clappers, okay, well, stuff like tame. that. Like yeah, it's pretty tame. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the host is going to wear. We really are trying to get something put together that's going to look audacious. <laughs> that's so uh, cool. just in honor of Lady Gaga. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is our first uh, dance party that we've hosted at this Alamo Draft House. So uh, we're going to do our best to really blow it out. We want to have a lot of fun. We want to get people up and dancing and moving around. So, get that uh, heart rate up. Yeah, we have a wonderful host, uh, Sarah. She's going to be running the show big Lady Gaga fan, so uh, it's it's going to be a treat if you like her music, you want to come out, have some fun. Tickets are very inexpensive, because, you know, we just want to have a good time. We yeah, want everyone to get out and have a good time yeah. with some friends. Get them pumped for A Star is Born. Absolutely. Which will be nothing like a Lady Gaga video. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> you'll, you'll have them out here having a great time, then they'll go see A Star is Born, they'll walk out in tears like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> What'd you do? Bait and switch. All right. So then also Thursday night, if that's not your thing, you guys are, this is the first of two you're doing this month. Yes. You guys are having a Lost Boys movie party. The Lost Boys, the classic 80s Brat Pack-ish, a couple Brat Pack members in it, vampire film. The Corys are in it. You've got Kiefer Sutherland. You've got Alex Winter. You've got Jason Patrick. You've got a greasy, oiled-up saxophone player. A very 80s cast. (laughs) Uh, Jamie, uh, yeah, it's a great. Uh, and this is one that we were talking about last week, actually. Who was it? Jessica said she'd never seen it. Yeah. If you've not seen the Lost Boys, first of all, I don't know what's where you've been, but this is your first of two chances to come out and catch it on the big screen here at the Alamo Draft House. That's Thursday night at six thirty. Anything you want to say about what kind of movie party props we got going on for this one? Oh, uh, we've got like the classic fangs, stuff like that. Very vampire oriented uh, props for this one. So Very cool. it'll be a it'll be a treat. If you haven't seen the movie before, you know it's not going to be the worst time in the world if you see it on the big screen. Oh, it's absolutely. If you have seen it before, it's not going to be the worst time in the world. Cause, you know, <laughs> that's a a classic in a lot of ways. And then this starting this Sunday, this is fun. You guys, this is going all month long, so four Sundays in a row, but it starts this Sunday with a Harry Potter. You're going through all eight Harry Potter movies. All eight of them. The first one you'll be showing at 1 o'clock, and the second at 5. That's every Sunday throughout the month of October, so you guys are kicking it off uh, with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Sunday at 1, and then at 5 o'clock, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And this is one where 
I'm glad you're not doing it as a marathon because that oh, takes no. forever. But this is one where you're going to want to come back. You know, you're going to hit both of them. You're going to want to do a double feature every Sunday for the next four Sundays, so you can catch all these on the big screen. We wanted to break it up so it was doable. If someone wanted to see all of them, it wasn't like this daunting task. <laughs> right. Of, to, well, today we aren't going outside. Uh, yeah. It's more. Uh, we have a nice little break in between the two right. show times. So if you're going to see both, you have like an hour to stretch your legs. But uh, these are these movies are iconic people love harry potter they will never stop making harry potter movies <laughs> and they're out of books yeah so so they're just uh, making up stuff yeah now. yeah, Still now movies. <laughs> yeah it sounds about right uh yeah so we got the opportunity to show these harry potter movies and uh immediately there was interest from audiences because duh uh, and the new Fantastic Beast movie is coming out in November, so yeah, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun every week. We have a couple, like I think we have like a butter beer that we're serving. Oh yes, so of we course. have a nice little menu that comes with it, so you'll get to have some Harry Potter style treats, some chocolate frogs and whatnot. <laughs> and then on Sunday evening, for those of you who maybe are a little more old school than this newfangled Harry Potter stuff, uh, you guys are screening The Dark Crystal Sunday night at six o'clock. Have you seen The Dark Crystal? You're Me? A young guy, yeah. I'm more of a The Muppets movie guy. As so. far as Henson, I don't care for the dark stuff. I like his lighthearted, everyone's happy stuff. The Dark Crystal well, is, our a, defense, is a We classic. didn't know what we were seeing when we were <laughs> little kids. <going laughs> in our parents' defense, they didn't know what they were taking <laughs> yeah. us to. It seems Watching like an insidious fraggle rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems uh, I never got around to seeing it. Uh, it's not like I was sheltered or anything. It's just uh, one of the Henson movies that I've missed. I know it has a big following. I think it's sold out, actually. Probably so, so yeah. yeah. So that, that'll be your chance <laughs> Sunday night to see it. Six o'clock Sunday night, The Dark Crystal. And then this one's a lot of fun. Uh, starting on Monday at 6.30, and then it rolls into Tuesday and Wednesday at 6.30 as well. You're hitting the Coronetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. You guys are showing Shaun of the Dead Monday night, followed by Hot Fuzz on Tuesday and The World's In on Wednesday. All those are at 6.30. That's a lot of fun. Yes, the uh, Cornetto Trilogy, very popular. Our first two screenings, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, will be movie parties. Uh, for some reason, there isn't like a movie party for World's End. That should be your beard dinner that night, oh, you would think. <laughs> I know we're doing like a beer drinking contest okay. for these, so... Uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I'll bring a few people down. We'll chug some beers and then get the thing started right. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. What's the world's end? I'm not it is the one. It's the last of the three. I say that. They've got a fourth one, it looks like. Although Please. I don't know that it's necessarily connected. But anyhow, it is a... They are. It's a bunch of. They're they're older now, so they're kind of reliving their one night crazy drunken pub crawl uh-huh. as they're dealing with older middle age issues. Um and it's funny because like the pubs that they hit like are very much the plot points that they hit. Oh, so okay. it's, yeah. it's, it's they've it's never completed. I think it's called the Golden Mile, where yeah. you have a pint at every one of these pubs. Oh, gotcha. So and then there's like aliens and all this other. Yeah, bizarre this is all stuff. this is all happening while the aliens are invading the earth. Yeah, because oh, you know okay. you can't just you and they know. have to finish the pub crawl. Right. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I've seen. Oh, a dozen yeah. times each. I just <laughs> yeah. guess I've never seen the world's, world's end. World's in stuck the least. Like, yeah. it's it's good. It's a very good movie. Uh, but it it's just hard to follow the first two. Yeah, the first two just really are phenomenal. So uh, it kind of it catches some guff. But I really liked it. It's a good <laughs> yeah. movie. Then what's the new one they're doing? I forget. It's uh, set in a, like a boarding school. Yeah, what's the name of it. It's got the two of them. Uh, but they don't. Slaughterhouse Rules. Is yeah, yeah. 
like rules the cider house Z, rules. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but it I don't doesn't know look like they're big in it. Like like they're the biggest well, roles. Think, Maybe Simon Pegg. I think Simon Pegg is. I think he's the lead. But yeah, uh, Nick Frost looks like he's just in a bit part. Maybe. Yeah. But, I really want them to do another one, and I want. But it has Edgar the same Wright dry. Yeah, it has the same dry humor. It looks very, you know, as the something like demons are invading the earth, and of course they're in a boarding school. Anyway, we'll get to that when it comes <laughs> around. But until then, we got a lot more to talk about here. Uh, also, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, Twin Peaks, Firewalk With Me, the movie that did nothing to help anybody understand the series. Loved it. It's, uh, it's David, David Lynch, Lynch has a brilliant way of uh, telling a story and never revealing what it means. Yeah. And uh, the, with the Twin Peaks return uh, on Showtime, which I watched and loved it. Yep. Uh, it's so weird. Um, this movie doesn't so much fill in blanks like you said it just adds some more questions adds, adds another layer of and creates to the some like odd like <laughs> david bowie's in it uh for a nice little split second it's a it's a cool movie that people didn't like when it came out right. and it's you know wi- i think with twin peaks and it's like popularity once again uh people have been giving it a second shot and there's there's fun to be had. Yeah. I, I love the movie, so I get to host that. I'm very excited. Uh, but yeah, it's that whole universe that David Lynch created is so bizarre and stilted. The right. music is just this soap opera madness. It's it's a it's a cool movie. If you haven't seen Firewalk with me and you're a Twin Peaks fan, it is a true this cult is, classic. <laughs> this is the opportunity. Cult classics should be divisive. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then Wednesday night, rounding out the next week of what you guys have going on here, Friday the 13th, part three, Wednesday night at 7.15, the first time Jason is in the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. That's why we picked it. There you go. So the first time you see the iconic killer in the iconic killer garb, <laughs> because the first movie is Jason's mother, and the second movie is just a burlap sack. Yep. So we finally get the hockey mask when we get to part three. Now, the rest of the month, I'm not hitting the dates. I'm not hitting the times on this because we'd be here all night, and we will hit these again in the, in the weeks ahead. But just so people, if you're listening and you hear something and you're like, oh, I should get, again, get these tickets early. I, I know I sound like a broken yep. record, but uh, some of these I'm sure already are sold out, and some of them are probably limited in what's left available as far as tickets go. So you want to get them early as possible. you got a Ghostbusters movie party coming up this course, month. Of course, because. Always. It's Ghost. It's October. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phantasm, which is, again, another one that it feels like doesn't always get the due that it should get as far freaky as a horror movie. film. It is certainly <laughs> a freaky movie. You've got two more, and I hesitate to even bring them up because I imagine they're probably already sold out. Am I right? <laughs> as close? You might be able to may, pick may up one seat. Yeah. Somewhere. You've got two more opportunities to catch the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the month of October. Um <laughs> yeah, come alone <laughs> because you won't get us <laughs> together. Um, Practical Magic is your champagne cinema for this month. That is with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys are doing a movie party for The Craft for children of the 90s. Yeah, I love that movie. It is a, a good one. D- again, for children of the 90s, you got Donnie Darko, a showing of that coming up. Another freaky movie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hitting all the right notes. Uh <laughs> 
for those of us that are a little older uh, or into the musicals and whatnot, you guys have a movie party for Little Shop of Horrors coming up. Um, I imagine there's going to what, what have you guys got planned for this one? We've got like these gummy teeth uh, for the scene with Bill Murray and Steve Martin. We have uh, like fans of the, uh, the plant. Uh, Audrey. Audrey, yes. Yeah. Uh, we have like five or six unique props for this movie and i I think we have a specialty drink as well so i would imagine yeah that's awesome yeah you got a pair of not necessarily back to back but two times during the month of october you have a pair of movie parties for the shining one of my favorites which is not at all like the book (laughs) (laughs) no it isn't i saw today today yesterday sometime uh yeah someone the director whoever's involved in the production of uh, dr sleep was saying yeah don't expect this to be stanley kubrick's shining the sequel this is more like the book. Uh, you guys are showing Tremors this month, which is absolutely hilarious to me. But it, again, it is a scary movie, spooky movie. And the then the kids really like this movie. Like, yeah, like it's, it's of one of those that the yeah I saw people when I was like eight. Age, yeah, it was great. People it's our age are kind of like eh, yeah. It came out with Kevin Bacon and whatever. Yeah. The guy from Family Ties was in it. That's usually how people describe it. But yeah. but yeah, people that are younger kids seem to really yeah. dig it. Had Reba. Did it Reba? Yeah, so. my kids loved it. All their friends loved it. I was like, yeah. really? Tremors? Yeah. Okay. Because it was one of those for us. It was just Grab like, boys. Huh. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, and then this is fun for all of us. Uh, you guys are doing an Army of Darkness movie party. Yes. <laughs> That'll be a blast. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> it's my boomstick. <laughs> and then this one, you're showing The Fly, the original 1958 black and white version of The Fly. Not yes. the Jeff Goldblum, Not the Jeff Goldblum version. Fly, but the original Fly. No David Cronenberg this month. Uh, yeah. he, we just kept, wanted to kind of vary the type of programming that we have. And, uh, you know, we do have older audiences who want to see something. They, uh, black and white does add a little terror to the film. So yeah. I think... Uh, you know, with all these like modern movies that we're doing in eighties movies and nineties movies, it's cool to be able to step back and do something that might not get the recognition it deserves based off of the remake. Right. Uh, well, when do you get to see a movie like that, black and white, at the theater? I on mean, the big like, screen. Nobody does well, you that. get one or two more chances this month. I'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we have two, two yeah, more. Yeah. Two more. So uh yeah, but yeah, absolutely. If that's some, I mean, if you're a into old school horror, you know, the black and white stuff. I mean, that, that perfect yeah. chance to come out. And so while you're not doing your beer dinner with the Cornetto trilogy, any one of those, like The World's End, you are doing it with Zombieland this month. Yes. Zombieland, uh, and it's looking like it's going to be our one of our top selling, like... Beer dinners? Yes. It's, it's, the tickets are really flying. I think we probably have, like, 15 left. But, uh... The way that we've designed the menu, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some good food. Uh, yeah, definitely. If this is something that you might be interested in, it's like you don't have to think about what you're ordering. We've already got it taken care of for you. Absolutely. You can just enjoy the and movie. And you get to and, see Zombieland. Yeah, you can yeah. enjoy the movie <laughs> and know you're going to be taken care movie. of. It's a hilarious movie. Like uh, some of the food items that we have this time around, uh, some of the names. One's called, uh, you're a pep- peppy little spit Aren't you? Uh, the poor flat bastard, the double tap, uh, nut up or shut up, and that you did all of this for a Twinkie. And these are all <laughs> going to be paired with uh, public house beers. So Very good. You're going to get a nice spread. Everything's been planned out so that 
uh, the beer pairs well with the meal. So awesome. check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Get your tickets for that soon because, like you said, they're, they're moving out of here. Uh, you guys have a Beetlejuice movie party coming up this month, which absolutely makes sense. That's awesome. Uh, for those of you who are into the black and white horror, you got your afternoon tea this month is Rebecca, yes. the old Alfred Hitchcock classic. Um, this one is kind of like, I don't, I don't understand how you guys are doing this, but you guys are doing an all-clown screening of it. Yes. Tell me about this. I, I almost don't want to know. because sounds like, just sounds, fuel. That sounds like just wrong on so many levels, but I'm going <laughs> to let you, since this is your show here. It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be... Uh, Tell us about this. So, First last of all, whose year, idea was it, so I know who to... <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> one of those corporate fellas. Okay, uh, those geniuses came up with this horrifying <laughs> nightmare of a screen. So, uh, if you're afraid of clowns, probably <laughs> skip that you night. You don't want to show up and watch it Because they're going to be just peppered throughout the theater. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we we did this when it first came out. We did an all-clown screening. And we got about 30 or 40 clowns out for this thing. And it varied from, like, really nice, happy-looking clowns to just sadistic, <laughs> evil, covered-in-blood clown. You know... Uh, so there's variations to it. Some people dress up like mimes. Uh, there's you can put. Don't your tell own the mimes. Yeah. Don't, they're being lumped in with the clowns. There's a big <laughs> feud between the There's a turf war between the mimes and the clowns. Yeah, there's a, there was a very quiet argument that they had. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a Lots lot of, of fun. Honking and miming. <laughs> He trapped him in a glass box. Yeah, exactly. Very terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. People dress up like clowns. We fill the auditorium with these psychos, and then we screen the newest It. Uh, so if you've got a clown costume and you like the new movie It, this would be a great time to uh, share your interests with everyone else. Absolutely. It's one of the few times they'll ask you to dress up as a clown and come yeah. to the movie theater. Although you'll probably get to do it again next year yeah. when the sequel comes out. Yeah, we're just maybe we're just coming and sitting in the lobby. Just to watch people <laughs> watching. We're just going to stage a kid's birthday in the back <laughs> yeah, lot exactly. and then just have them all come in and ruin that kid's life. Absolutely. You guys have a uh, 4K restoration. So this is the pretty version of The Fog. Is this the classic version? The yes. The classic The Fog, not the remake from not a that couple years ago that gross, was horrible. horrible. Okay, good. Yeah. With Superman in it. Yeah, I actually like the, the original, o- the original yeah. Fog like a lot. I don't know why. I can't tell you what about it I, I love, but I like love it. it. I know exactly why you liked it. <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's got Adrian Barbeau in, it in her heyday. <laughs> but it's not a bad reason. <laughs> uh, building off of, you guys are doing your uh, Army of Darkness movie party. You're also doing an Evil Dead 2 movie party yes. later on this month. Very nice. I would have liked to have done the first Evil Dead as well. That Those one doesn't two are, hold up as well, I don't I think. I love it. It's I'm, so shoddily made yeah, and but stupid. Two is the exact same movie with just some of the less objectionable parts of it. And more the, humor. Yeah. Have you seen the making of the first Evil Dead? No. Like where they did interviews with them and they they talked about it and really? kind of explained where all the why they did this scene this way and what they had to do. If you ever get a chance to watch that, you have a whole new appreciation for that oh, movie. Oh, it was very much all MacGyvered together with oh, yeah. bubble gum and duct tape. and It's really a neat watch. And after I watched that, I went back and watched it again. I was like, okay, I kind of like it a little bit more knowing these A little more things. of an appreciation. Knowing the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> knowing that really is a guy off screen that's doing <laughs> this. 
Yeah, that was uh, one of those movies that, yeah, they, they by God, they decided they're going to make yeah. a movie. <laughs> and we're gonna Use do what you it have, takes to get you there. Know, yeah. low budget, and we're going to try and do as well as we can. It's a great movie. Yeah, that's hilarious. If you ever get a chance to watch it, so. You guys have a Clue movie party coming up. We've done this awesome. one a bunch of times. Yeah. People love it. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's 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 fantastic. The And then, of course, we'll talk about how you guys finish out. You're going to finish out on October 31st with... The original 1978 Halloween, mm-hmm. which is absolutely appropriate. That would be a great night to maybe hit a double feature. Yeah, if we you hit the. Didn't even realize that we scheduled it on Halloween. Oh, it's what a total coinc- accident. What a coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, if you're wanting to uh, catch the uh, whatever you want to call it, reboot, remake, sequel, not a sequel, reimagine, whatever it is that's coming out in a couple weeks. Um, if you want to get back to the roots of them and watch the original and figure out what, you know, watch, see, make the connections, you know, after you watch the new one, then watch the old one again and be like, oh, okay, that's the exact same scene, only now they're 40 years older and whatever. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun on Halloween, appropriately enough. But the big one that I want to talk to you about, because I know you can't say much about it. That's true. <laughs> is uh, on Saturday, October the 27th, beginning at 11 a.m., roughly 11 to 5.30 or so, you guys are having Dismember instead of Remember. Dismember the Alamo. Yes. So tell us what Dismember the Alamo is. So Dismember the Alamo is a horror series that we're doing. Uh, we pick some obscure, weird horror movies that you've probably not seen. And they're going to be kind like a of... challenge. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to be kind of through the decades. So each movie, you're not going to know what you see. We're right. not going to let you know ahead of time. You'll figure it out as it goes. Title card comes up. You'll understand. Uh, is but there a theme? Is there something connecting the movies? Because is it, it's four films, right? It's four films. Uh, the big theme is they're horror movies. Okay, but there's, but there's not necessarily a connecting <laughs> thread between. Uh, or no. if there is, you can't say it. I would I would be remiss if I said that. Could uh, you confirm or deny that there is any sort of connecting thread other than the fact that they're just that they're horror movies? Uh, very very loosely. Okay, there may be a thread that connects them. Okay, so it's they're oddball movies. Some are scarier than others. Some are silly scary. Uh, and then there might be one modern one in there uh, that most people have not seen. So that was our big idea would be go with movies that you would have no reason to like go out and, and like catch this film. It probably right. whizzed right past you. It might be a really deep cut cult classic. The variations of these movies really well curated. Uh, so we're proud of what we're going to show. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is a long, long marathon. But we'll have breaks and stuff, so if you right. have to go to the bathroom, you don't have to hop up. Uh, and we'll have decorations. It's going to look kind of like a haunted high school down that hallway. So that it's very cool. It should be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can you confirm or deny? I mean, that is the big treat. Okay. Will there be tricks as well? Oh, man, I need to talk to Jennifer. <laughs> okay, well you can, if I can we will reveal not put that. you on the spot. Then. <laughs> there could, there could, in fact, be some tricks along with to those go treats. with your treats. Yes, 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 yes. Very cool. So I will not get you in any trouble by making you talk about that <laughs> in I vague terms anymore. Cannot take any more lashings. Absolutely. <laughs> so that is all coming up, and there are still tickets available for that, correct? Yes. Okay. Not a lot. There are so some. Get them early. 
again, the reason we are doing this, it's kind of a break in format, but it might be something that's worth doing on the first of each month that we're here together, um, is to let you guys know what all is coming up. But to remind you, again, if you hear something here and you're like, oh, my God, we get to go see Beetlejuice on the big screen, get your tickets ASAP, <laughs> because if you wait and you try to walk up for that, you will not get tickets that night, and you'll uh, walk away disappointed. If you wait and think, oh, well, it's showing on a Friday, I'll just get my tickets on Monday, uh, you're not getting in. <laughs> no, no. Very rarely are there walk-up walk tickets yep. like that yeah. night. So, And especially with the types of, you know, yes, the theme, the season, the horror, but this month I will be surprised if there are very many tech, empty chairs in most of these by the time we're, it's all said and done because this is fantastically curated list of films. It's the fun stuff that everybody wants to see on the big screen at some point. And if you wait, you will not get that chance. I, have I know people who have waited and thinking a week or two out was okay. And you've got to get your tickets as soon as you hear about these things. Well, I have learned that, one, you need to follow them on Facebook and all their social media. And the day that you see it show up on social media, you either get online and get your tickets or get your butt down here and get them. Yeah, because, because that's the same day everybody sees yeah. that it's going online and, <laughs> and they're you, getting their tickets And you too. may get it to sit beside somebody you know. Yeah. But you wait a few days, that, that goes down dramas- yeah, dramatically. You can I mean. really watch the likes and counts go, like comments go up yeah. on a post, and that is a nice little uh, indicator of tickets. Yes. Well, it's it's going to be like, yeah. Like someone will tag five of their friends. Like, oh, so you know they're all going. That's yeah. my negative five tickets. That's yep. how yep. that works. Absolutely. So again, if you haven't already, be sure to look for uh, Alamo Springfield. It's at Alamo Springmo on uh, Facebook. Is the best place to find this stuff because as they go up on the events page, man, you like I said, like to Kenny's point, you can see start seeing the likes and the clicks and the people tagging each other and yeah, ticket sales go flying out of here fast. Uh, coming up for us, the Pop Goes Culture Podcast will be back in the home studio on Friday talking about the top headlines in entertainment and pop culture this week, plus Lord only knows what else. Last <laughs> week, I think, was the fastest I clocked us as going off the rails completely uh, in our, in our short history. Don't bring up Angelina history, Jolie, so. and I won't go off, so that's, that's all. Uh, yeah, uh, so be sure to tune in for that. On Tuesday, we'll be back in the home studio. We're revamping. We're bringing back our video game show. So we'll be talking video games on Tuesdays from the home studio. And then next Thursday, you'll be able to hear next week's edition of the Alamo, uh, the back lot here by Alamo Draft House. And we'll be talking about how Venom performed compared to A Star is Born. We'll be talking about uh, whatever's new in news and entertainment headlines related to movies. And we'll be talking about the movies out of that big old list we went through that'll be showing up in the next week or so here at the Alamo. But again, don't wait till that next show to, to buy your tickets. Come and get them now because uh, they will be sold out by then. That's where you can find us. We'll be doing our thing. You can find information about the Alamo Draft House and all the programming at Alamo Springmo on where are you guys are. You're on Instagram. You're We're on, on Instagram. Twitter. We're on Facebook. Twitter's the last place you have to look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and again, if you're 
if you don't do all those things, man, the Facebook is invaluable. If you just look at their events page on the Facebook page, you will see everything they've got coming up and then some. And if you don't use Facebook or Instagram, we got an app. We've oh, got yeah. drafthouse.com. You, you guys can find them. You can just show up and ask them what's yeah. going on. Somebody up here will tell you. We exactly have a concierge desk. Exactly. Uh, so tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about, what you think are the top stories each and every week. Tell us what you're going to go see this weekend. We'll be posting that question on social media later on in the week. Uh, be sure to uh, hit us up. Let your friends know if you're coming out. Again, tag your friends when you see you know the field is just coming on. Hit everybody up so they all know to come get their tickets as well. Uh, but you can follow us again uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can email us. You can call the hotline. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what you think about the top stories, what you saw at the theater, and what you thought about it. If you see Venom and you think, man, I wish I saw Star is Born instead, let us know. Uh, you can find links to all the ways you can get a hold of us on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. And be sure to subscribe to Pop Goes Culture Podcast in your podcast player of choice so you'll know when new episodes are available. While you're there, we would appreciate it if you just take a minute and leave us a review. It really does help us out. It helps us to uh, gain new listeners, which is always a good thing. That's all I've got. You guys got anything else you guys want to talk about? Trying to figure I'm out how you're going to get through the month. stuff. I know, but we were light on the front and purposely knowing that there's a ton <laughs> of stuff going on this month here. It's just a huge, huge month. Do and you get uh, to sleep this month? Have you scheduled in when you're going to get your sleep in? I think I get one nap, like a 35-minute nap uh, a <laughs> Sometime week. Sometime around the 14th. Yeah, it's not like consecutive, so sometimes yeah. I get like 12 minutes here, 13 minutes there. Uh, it's it's going to be draining. It's, this is a very big month for creative. Uh, I'm sure Jennifer will get only 20 minutes of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm lucky, but we we really wanted to we wanted to blow out October. This is horror movies sometimes can't find a place like throughout the year. So if we're going to show like funny scary movies and bizarre uh, unique scary movies, we just love that we have a month where people expect that. Yeah. So we we really wanted to curate something that was. You know, something for everybody. Absolutely. You guys have done it. We'll be out here checking some of these out as well, assuming we can get tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we get nothing special. We get no priority on this. We're going to have to buy our tickets just like everybody else, and we're fighting for those last two chairs just like <laughs> you guys are. So, Well, that's going to be it then for this week's show. I've been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. K-Dub. And David Mann with Alamo Draft House. Come see a movie this weekend. Later. Later.